Hi, I'm Shannon. Wait, I'm not Shannon. Gay fun and awkward. Name of our sex tape. Chuchamikatsu. I'm sure they have disciple orgies all the time. All the time. Are you fucking kidding me? Promete una bolsa de tenis. Okay, I'm gonna do that again. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. That wasn't directed at you. Catherine's mom is big, fat bitch. She's biggest bitch in the whole right world. <laughs> She's biggest bitch. Up there ever is a bitch. She's bitch, 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 bitch. She's bitch to all the boys and girls. Hi. Sup? Is going. It's been a bit. It's been a bit. We had a snow day last week. Snow day. We had a snow day the week before that. Yeah. And then we weren't just feeling, we weren't feeling it the week before that. Maybe we should take January off. <laughs> but we also always take a lot of December off. No, this was, there was just snow days the last two weeks and I did not feel safe driving. Yeah. A week ago, I had to drive to school in a snowstorm. Yeah. It, it was, was bad. I was like white knuckling it both ways. And I came home from work. I mean, it was bad. And I, I actually got all the way to campus and I went, oh, fuck. I didn't even check my email this morning. What if I just drove all the way here in oh, this shit storm fuck. for there to be no class? But I'd gotten so many alerts about it the previous week when they had canceled class. I was like, no, that's not what happened. And then I also got up to campus and I was like, oh, yeah, there's a million cars here. It, there's still class today. But like I got home from driving both ways like that and was like, what? Why? 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 So, yeah. I was been... surprised they had school last Tuesday. I, I think the, the storm surprised everyone because we were only supposed to get one inch through the entire fucking day. Yeah, it was not supposed to be much. And it was four inches by 10 a.m. And it was heavy, thick, wet snow. And the roads were fucked. And mm -hmm. it was too late to call school by the time they realized the roads were fucked. Turing. Oh. Okay, I caught up. Okay. I think. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, so I was like, the the traffic was backed up all the way to our house, to the front of our house, because the, the hill was slick and shitty. Shit, yeah. Yeah. And so I told Scott, I'm like, the highways are literally yellow with patches of red. I'm like, you're waiting till this clears up. And then he was like waiting until noon when it mm -hmm. finally stopped snowing. So he just stayed home. Catherine had already stayed home that day. She wasn't feeling good. I think we all get weather induced migraines. So mm. she was not feeling good. So she was already home, which I was actually glad for. Kept her home. She didn't have to drive in that shit. Good. We've had school buses in our county get hit twice one time in each of these last two snowstorms which michiganders know how to drive in the snow but if your little side streets aren't treated like shit happens and you can't break and you run into a bus and that's what happened both times and the second time this last snowstorm nothing was treated we weren't expecting four inches of heavy wet snow yeah yeah we were expecting an inch over the span of eight hours Guys, I just discovered. <laughs> Sorry. 
I just discovered that this picture, so real quick, we're going to traverse over to white guys we hate, and then we can swing back around. I just discovered this picture that I've seen multiple times today of Ted Nugent going around. The reason it's been going around is because there's a, a bunch of dildos in the background. Love it. <laughs> Here for it. Intentional dildos, unintentional dildos. Unintentional dildos. He was podcasting just, uh -huh. just right there in the background. He's on some whose podcast is he on? I don't know. I need more info. Oh my gosh. Do you hear Toby Keith died today? I did. Yeah, okay, wait. So I've just got All right, there you go. Oh <gasps> shut the fuck up. Those aren't just dildos, those are dicks. Those are big, fat, flesh colored dicks. <laughs> With suction cups on the bottom. <laughs> when you're like, oh, there's a bunch of dildos. Like, that can be anything. Those could be, like, purple tentacles, like dragon dicks. No, those are giant mm -hmm. white cocks. Mm -hmm. Fleshy white cocks. Mm -hmm. Male so white I'd cocks. Seen cisgender white cocks. I've seen multiple times recently. <laughs> and I was like, why do we give a fuck about what Ted Nugent is doing? And while we were talking. That's his dresser. Oh. <gasps> <gasps> He is zooming, and those are on his dresser. There's a black one. Is there a black one on the other side? They're on both sides of his head. That's his personal dresser. I was like, is that a picture of Jesus on the wall? I don't think it is. It's I someone like it. so glad that you get to... There's arrows? Out loud go through the thing that I was just going through but in my head. a bunch of patches somehow. What a weirdo. Yeah. White guys we hate. Fuck off Ted Nugent. Oh, I am in love with the dildos. That's intentional. Like, I need, I need more information. <laughs> I need to find out what the fuck Ted was thinking when what? he intentionally decorated his dresser with giant cocks mm -hmm. and then went on a Zoom call. Mm -hmm. Did he think his background was blurred? I, I don't know. So uh, my Zoom background is a picture of my desk area here because right. it's so pretty. I wanted everyone to know I had spent $3,000 mm -hmm. shopping my emotions away to set up this beautiful new office area that I have in my living room. Yeah. And take a look up in the corner Maggie, what piece of art do I have? Middle finger. No, no, that's 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 new. What's mm. in front of it? Baby Yoda. Fuck. That's it says fuck. fuck. It says fuck in the style of love. Uh -huh. Right? Right. The Philadelphia love sign. Which, if you look hard enough in my background, you can see. <laughs> but fuck. I've never pointed out to anyone except for like my one boss. Yeah. I was like, hey, I need to, my cool boss, I'm like, I need you to know that this is in the picture. Um, and if anyone ever says anything, just let me know and I'll switch it out real quick. Like, I'll switch it out. And no one's ever said anything. So it's kind of like those vulvas and penises in the Schitt's Creek <laughs> apothecary store, you know? This picture is old. I just, it's been making the round apparently again. Oh, it's old? The yeah. Ted Nugent picture? Yeah. But yep. still, like, why? Why? I have so many questions well, i have so many questions <laughs> okay I have do we scott was even like oh do you hear toby keith died i'm like yeah he's like who's toby keith i was like he's a country singer yeah i'm like i think he sang that 9-11 song i kind of hate <laughs> he's saying he is he single-handedly turned country to shit mm. 
he is the guy that did that who made who made it into you know red white and blue circle jerk mm. he did i i found a icon on his instagram i don't have my phone it's somewhere and it lists all like his top 100 songs all of his songs that made it to the top 100 mm-hmm. and so i was like oh yeah i know most of these songs you know wasn't red solo cup but you know it was shit along that line right but anyway, I was like, I think it's what the, the 9-11 song isn't on the list, mm-hmm. which is surprising because, you know, the, the leftists, the right wingers, I don't know, the right wingers, white, right wingers, what about the right wingers jerk what? off to that song? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. <sighs> uh, there was this guy who was a comedian who made a, um, made a country song. And it was just making fun of Toby Keith, basically. <laughs> it went beer, whiskey, flag, dirt, chicken fried, woman hunting. <laughs> Is he just reading off the tile, titles of Toby Keith's songs? <laughs> right. And then he's like, these colors don't run unless they see a black guy cross the street <laughs> in front of them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, he's fully the whole thing. I'm He's so like, glad none of our my 13 wife listeners killed are my dog on 9 11. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so he's make like the whole the the whole country uh, song might could just be called making fun of Toby Keith. Well, may Toby Keith's memory walk in the hearts of those who loved truly loved him, his mm-hmm. family and mm-hmm. friends. Uh, right. He died of stomach cancer, which he knew was coming. It was like two years old. Dude, did you so, see? Speaking of white guys, we hate. Let's not speak too ill of the dead. But this but, guy's not dead. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, no. to wrap up the Toby Keith bashing. Yeah, sorry, because, I bashed him when he died. There were lots of people who really enjoyed him. Yeah, luckily none of my our listeners know who he is right so. great we love that for us <laughs> we um. love that for us no hate mail coming our way uh prince charles has cancer king charles <laughs> king prince charles. charles sorry king charles has cancer i knew elizabeth was waiting for him to die before <laughs> she, she was died. trying she was Tried trying to so outlive hard. him this whole time so uh, apparently it was an early catch like he went for other prostate stuff yeah. and they found the cancer I was so. like, fuck off, colonizer. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, long live King William. Mm. Mm-hmm. Who should be the rightful king? Anyway. There's lots of Game of Thrones bullshit. We don't have to dive into you don't to history. You don't have to dive into history. I mean, technically, their family probably shouldn't be holding court anyway. I'm sure. I. So. Yes. Yep. Whatever. They're whatever. Yeah. I have thoughts. Um. Did I tell you guys? No, I didn't. Because the, the, one of the books that I was reading keeps on getting me. I've been deep diving into British royal history because, all right, here's what I did. I, told, I, I, I talked about this in a previous one, and now I'm going to give the spoiler in this one so I don't actually give the spoiler about the book at the same time. Boom. All right. So Shannon's giving me a look. The main character of this book, the mystery at the first end of the mystery novel is that she finds out that she is the, the princess of Genovia. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, she finds out that she is um, Victoria, Queen Victoria's granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Queen Victoria is still on the throne and her dad, who was, you know, first son, Edward the Seventh, who mm-hmm. took who took the crown after Victoria, 
Birdie, he was called when he was still a kid. Mm-hmm. Was uh, he the one with the stutter? No. Okay. That was, oh, that's Elizabeth's dad. Yeah. Colin first, my boyfriend. That's right. Everybody's boyfriend. We love you, Darcy. <sighs> Mr. Love you, Darcy. Darcy, you are Mr. perfection. Darcy. Did I tell you I started rewatching that recently? Uh, Catherine just watched both Bridget Jones movies. Uh. Like, why are we watching this? I meant Pride and Prejudice, the BBC yeah. version. I all mean, right. that is the only version that should exist. Sorry, Kira Knightley. I know. All these people but were talking Mark about that Darcy. recently. Mark Darcy. Colin Firth as Mark Darcy is the only version. That is the only Darcy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, Wishbone. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the story, Wishbone. Um, boy, did I lose a lot of trains of thought. That uh, Queen Victoria's do. granddaughter. Right, so her... Spoiler alert. Yeah, so her dad, in his very young youth, that this is like the thing that makes it all political intrigue and exciting, married her mom. And so she actually could have been a legitimate heir. I mean, she wasn't because Victoria did not give permission for that to happen and uh-huh. it got annulled or whatever. But, like, there are people who want to try to use this main character to, yeah. like, a, in political intrigue to overthrow the queen. She's like, I don't want to do that. I just want to live my life. Uh-huh. And in fact, the, yeah. So like, like anyway, I don't care about your politics. I don't care about your politics. I just like my grandma to give me a hug, please. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, she totally wants her dad to like, to, to give her a hug. Yeah. But also she is a total slut and I love her for that mm-hmm. so much. She's amazing. Like in a good way where she's like, yeah. Oh, does this the one that became the spy? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, that's right. They forced her to have an abortion? No. That's something else. Yeah. Okay. Too many too many books. Too many books. <sighs> All but the books. Yeah, they they it was good. This was this it was very good and I, I anyway, I keep on deep diving into British politics. Like she gets kidnapped at some point. <laughs> like we did when we're watching Bridgerton, just we're watching like the entire family history as yes. we're watching it. Correct. Um yeah, so I just keep on I keep on deep diving into that because at one point she gets kidnapped with her brother eddie who died before his dad at like the age of 24 so he never even got to be prince of wales but he was you know heir apparent at what time anyway it's it's a cute series and i love it and i keep on deep diving into british stuff there is a new show on a brit box through amazon prime called royal autopsy oh my god and they go through through the autopsies and possibly causes of death of English royals. Uh, We should probably watch that. 100%. (laughs) (laughs) I've also gotten very, um, we're we're tap dancing around what we've been reading and watching. So I've been very active in the romance book subreddit. I just opened my phone and it said, what's with the horny grandmas and taxi drivers lately? That's the name of the post. What's, what's, what's the, with the horny grandmas and taxi drivers what lately? What are they reading? A Stephanie Plum I novel? Right. <laughs> the that top grandma is pretty says, crazy. I've never once read a book like that. <laughs> uh, Stitto. Yeah. I All mean, right, sorry. we're reading a lot of hockey and wolves, I think, again, right? We you, are, you got yeah. the gays going on? I got the gays going on. All right. So I I got the... The first one was called Punk In, and it... I got um, on Stuff Your Kindle Day, and it's a male-male, you know, MM, 
for you guys, not in the know, romance novel. And it's about the lead guy who I very much imagine is looking like Adam Lambert, right? They say he wears a kilt sometimes. He wears like a corset vest. He wears makeup on stage. He wears boots, right? You're imagining him, mm-hmm. right? You're yeah, imagining Adam, this. the lead singer from Monoskin. Right, like, right. You know, a gender bending rock star. That's yeah. the one, right? Um. And he just like literally banged everyone all the time (laughs) in every city. He's fucking men getting blowjobs in alleys like, right. And he realizes that he is completely and totally in love with their manager. And the manager. Does he realize this while a guy is sucking him off? Because that would be amazing. (laughs) No, it didn't go like that. Mm. Um, But he realizes that. And the manager has never been with a man before. He Mm -hmm. thinks he's straight. So the manager has this bisexual awakening. Like you do. Like you do when you're 45. It happens. (laughs) It happens. All the time right now. Yeah. Yeah. All of us 40 40 to 45-year-olds that just came through a worldwide pandemic Mm -hmm. all came out buying witches. Yeah. Bisexual witches. (laughs) Thank you. Bless. Um. Yeah, and I loved that. I loved that book. I thought their story was so cute. Like, they were adorable together. And then you sort of realize, like, as you're reading, like, wait, is every guy in the band gay? Because that seems like, like, that seems like it would be a deal. Like, people would know. And that would just be, like, the gay band, you know? (laughs) Like, that seems weird. And then the second book starts, and you're like, oh, and their road hand is gay. And their security guy is gay. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, and the stalker's gay. And it turns out the stalker used to work at the record label. Like, so everyone in this world is gay? We're all homosexuals. Everyone is gay. Mm-mm-mm. Gay, 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 gay. Mm-mm-mm. It just felt, so I was texting my friend Elaine about it. And I was, she was like, Maggie, is this too gay? And I was like, Elaine, it's too gay. <laughs> Might be a little too gay. Just because it's unrealistic. Just because it's unrealistic in its portrayal of the world. And I'm like, it's all about representation, Maggie. Just think of all the little gays that are like seeing themselves as a stagehand, yeah. a manager, and a rock star. Yep, getting plowed backstage. <laughs> That's what all the little gays want. But yeah, it's a little too gay. It's a little, t- it's a little too gay. I'm here for that assessment. Um, and then I also, I read another book from my, um, from my, my stuff, your Kindle day. Uh, it was a reverse harem supernatural series and I hated it and I had so many complaints to you <laughs> and I summarized some of them to Elaine also, which made her start saying, I need you to start texting me your thoughts. <laughs> so this is what, all right. So yeah. Read us some of those that I said to her. Hang on. Yeah, Shannon's Shannon's leaving, so I'm vamping. Vamp, Mayville. All right. <laughs> this supernatural verse harem, the girl keeps passing out from orgasms. Girl, you are weak. So that's one thing I said. I said, they keep saying his eyes swirled, and I'm just imagining. And then I sent Shannon the gif of Ka from the Jungle Book with the swirly, creepy eyes. And then 
I said, why can't the villain straight, why can the villain straight up commit kidnapping and torture, but the female main might be executed for not getting her magic under control in time? Your laws make no sense. Well, it's the patriarchy. It doesn't have to make sense. I guess. But like that happens constantly in these things where it's like, ooh, nothing yeah. can be done. Like a vampire kidnapped her and bit her 50 times over like three days to torture information out of her. All over her, like, trunk, right? Just covered in vampire bites. And they were like, yeah, um, nothing can be done about that. But um, if you don't get yourself, if your magic doesn't show up in the next 30 days, you're ostracized. And then her magic does show up and they're like, okay, now if you don't get it under control in the next 30 days, we're going to execute I you. I just learned it. How right. long did it take Luke Skywalker to become a Jedi? Fucking A, man. Fucking A. Like they just, your, your systems of government are bullshit and make zero sense. They're just setting us all up for failure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um... Yeah, let's see. So there, those were those were things that I had thoughts about. Yeah, so Legacy of Shadows. Don't read it. It was terrible and I hated it. Um, Punk Inn and B-Side. Yeah, Punk Inn was great. B-Side, a little too gay. Maybe it's too gay. Unrealistically gay. And then I just checked out from the, um, from the Kindle Unlimited Against All Odds, which is the second book in the whole hockey series. I can't remember what happened in the first book. I'm sitting here going, who the fuck are these characters? I don't remember anything about any of them. But I don't think it will matter that much. I'm sure I will figure it out. Well, if you want another rock star break, you'll have to go read Elaine's books. Yeah. They're uh, low heat. Um, no huge specifics. But they're good because they're like rock star based. The character development's great. The story's good, so. So you guys remember I did the challenge this year for 12 books in 12 months from 12 friends. Mm -hmm. And that in January, I listened to Beartown, which I fucking hated. And then when I did my, like, December or, or January review, and I said, for that challenge, I read Beartown. I liked his other book that I read of his better. That's all I said about that. What does that mean, Shannon and Maggie Talk? If I didn't mention anything about the book. That you didn't like it. I mean, that is what that means, right? If I like something, I will fucking say so. But I'm not going to straight up shit on this, like, recommendation that somebody recommended me. But then I had multiple people being like, oh, my God, that book was so amazing. Have you finished the trilogy? No. And I'm not fucking going to. I read to avoid life. I don't need to read about a teenage girl getting raped by a sports star and him getting away with it i don't fucking want to read it why the fuck are you making me what's wrong with all of you that you like this so anyway i'm on to um the farseer trilogy so i actually only agreed to myself i only made the commitment to read one book from each thing so this one was recommended to me as the um ender enderlings endlings i don't remember what it's called uh series and then I said, well, I'm just going to read Assassin's Apprentice. I loved Assassin's Apprentice so fucking much. It was so good. I loved everything about it. And I'm on to Royal Assassin now. And I love it. And it's incredible. And I told my brother I was reading it. And he was like, oh, my God. I love the author. I love the main character. I love the court jester. And I was like, I know. <laughs> I sobbed at the end of the first book when somebody sacrifices themselves. Like, Aww. so, yeah, sobbed. 
anyway, I'm so on board. This is the Farseer trilogy by Robin Hobb. And um, I'm, I'm on board for this. And there's like 15 books. There's like five trilogies. So that's... Five trilogies? Yeah. Oh, okay. My brain caught up. Yeah. So there's like 15 books in this world. But I'm only, I'm only committing to finishing this first, this first trilogy, which is about the assassin. I mean, they're all kind of about the assassin, though. He, the, he's in all of the books. He is a royal bastard who gets um, dragged into Did being you the say you of- read The Push? I don't remember. Jenny. Well, oh, that's why I was scrolling when I was reading. Cause I remember uh, Jenny was reading the push by Ashley Audrian. A-U-D-R-A-I-N. Yeah. I did not read that. And she was like, I'm 16% in and I hate it. <laughs> I love, I love that. Jenny, Jenny, I feel you. I already want to do not finish it. DFN it. Mm-hmm. And I think she got a lot of the same. Yeah, it's terrible. Don't finish it. Don't I, push through something. Too many books out there for that. Yes. I did read New Witch on the Block, which I hated the whole way through. Aw. Um, they just made up rules of witchcraft that were unnecessary for dramatic tension. For example, she need, so she moves to this new town and realizes she's a witch because her neighbor tells her. Mm-hmm. Um. And they have to do protection because her ex is out after her. So they have to protect her house. And he's like, well, the reason your spell didn't work next last time is because you always have to do protection spells naked. And then they have to wander. Yeah, Shannon's got the face on. And then they have to wander around her yard naked together so that the protection spell actually works. Yeah, that was my face while I was reading no, it. No, bitches. You just dust those that Cheeto shit off your fingers and you say, let's go. Oh, didn't work. Protection spells naked. Yeah. Could you imagine Can all of us you doing fucking protection imagine. spells? I did a protection <laughs> spell around our our cabin when we did our Maybon retreat. Could you imagine me walking around the Emmerich Center naked, burying shit at the four corners, doing a protection spell? I mean, there's so many things like that. You do protection spells outside all the time. Yeah. You can't wander around a place. Karen, Karen, I want you, when you come over, to bury my railroad ties <laughs> and my little witchy spikes you gave me. I want you to do it naked, please. That was just for dramatic whatever. like that. But I, I don't fucking care. Do it naked, Karen. Do it naked! And it's not authentic unless you're naked. It's not, it doesn't okay. work. It doesn't work unless you're naked. <laughs> and in the words of I don't know who, I always thought this was very funny... And do so desnudo, which means and do it naked. <laughs> desnudo. Right? Desnudo. And do so desnudo. Um, yeah. So, oh, I forgot. I loved the Lustful Lords, which you and I talked about, but we haven't recorded. Lustful Lords. Um, the first one is His Hand-Me-Down Countess. Oh, yeah. I got a few of those books. I haven't read them yet. Though. I loved them. Uh, it's about, you know, a bunch of peers of the realm who go to a kink club in the Victorian era and then find their perfect feisty matches. So was super into that, reading The Lustful Lords. I've also been reading The Loveless Brothers, which are all just like hot lumberjacks. <laughs> I read a series. I read a, I've read a bunch of books recently. But I right, read a go. series where the writer kept making... I mean, I appreciated the body positive of like having 
chubby female leads, but they were all fucking virgins. Yeah, I hate and that. And all their guys just wanted to, like, fuck them and put babies in them. Yeah. And I was I was done after the third one. I'm like, yep, yeah, if every... And, and that was two different storylines. So I read t- three books from one set of people, like, stories, and mm-hmm. then I jumped um, series to another one and it was the same fucking storyline and I'm like alright I'm done reading you done I'm done they were nice because they were super fucking short so you could plow through them yeah literally plow uh, but yeah yeah I, I'm very tired of that I actually was thinking that so there was this one you can have a few virgins yeah but I read four books and they were all virgins why are and they I'm like, all no, virgins no yeah I, I get that I'm with you on that I agree why why must you all be that way and and not just that like I had that thought recently while I was um hang on (coughs) (coughs) I had that thought recently there was that hockey series that I read where the one woman was dating the star of the hockey team the doctor of the hockey team and the billionaire owner of the hockey team Mm -hmm. right and all of the books in the series are about them and I have stopped enjoying them because now it's the o- the only problems in the book, the only conflicts in the book is them not knowing how to manage polyamory. Mm-hmm. And I, even with her, have a really hard time, like, believing that this woman who has never had good sex before now likes to be triple penetrated every single night, you know? My like, holes hurt just thinking about that. <laughs> Too much. Right. That she just likes to be dicked down and dirty all day, every day from all three of her guys when she never has actually truly enjoyed sex before. Like, I I don't fucking believe you. (laughs) You have to work up to that. Yeah, you yeah. You have to work up to that. I do appreciate my male leads when they all of course, they all have big cocks. No one has an average cock. No one has Um, an average cock. That they're like, oh, no, baby girl, you got to work up to me. And they just make sure they have a ton of orgasms before they ram them. That doesn't work for me. (sighs) They got to get you prepped and primed and ready. They got to relax your vaginal muscles, Maggie. Yeah, no, my, (laughs) when, once I have orgasmed, my vaginal muscles are really tight. You don't. You don't want to do it like, like that. I'm a one pump a, chump. Thank you very much. That, I am one and done. I mean, one I can, and done. I can still have more, but my pussy is just like this. It is just grabbing on. So I hope you have a pencil dick. I, I hope you have a pencil a dick. A nice long pencil dick. Because once I once I've gotten off once, there's you can't there. It's it's things aren't good. It's not good. It's not good for anybody in there. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work. Things are not working. That wolf dick is not going to get in there a notch itself, Maggie. It is not. You know, you just, you know, you just got to, no, you got to do a little foreplay, but not get, not ring out the orgasm. And I keep reading the books where it's like, we, you have to come a bunch of times first before we can have sex. And I'm like, I don't understand how these other women's vaginas work. I don't know. What was the one book? Did we already talk about it? You work? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Never mind. Well, we've talked ourselves Planning about, about her stuff. vaginas. Yeah. Yeah. We, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to say. A lot of vaginas to talk about. I also, on romance books, uh, the subreddit, I 
I got on a rant and I was like, you know that you're allowed to just have group sex for fun, right? It doesn't have to like be in a relationship it, right, or it related to a relationship. Right. It doesn't have to be this reverse harem situation. It doesn't have to be faded mates. Like you can, if you want to do group sex, you can just do it. There's nobody stopping you. I'm Maggie, I think you should write a book. I know. This other woman in the, in that same like, uh, subreddit in that thread she was saying that she just keeps reading bdsm books and being just utterly devastated by how inaccurate and terrible they are mm-hmm. and i was like i think that all the time when i read bdsm mm-hmm. romance novels that i should be writing them mm-hmm. because the people would it would be accurate and good and people would enjoy them i think i told you i wrote uh i read a book full of short stories short bdsm stories Mm-hmm. And a few of them made me like uncomfortable. Yeah. So that right. That is the that is the thing with it is that there's a lot of different kinks out there. But like when we never talked about kinky Christmas personally, and I need you to remind me about that okay. after we get done, because I have that one story about period play I have to share with you. OK. OK. I just think that my issue is that when they're like. Oh, he spanked me a couple of times. I never knew I was kinky. Bitch, that is not kinky. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I didn't realize I liked to be spanked until I got flogged on Bourbon Street by a pirate (laughs) through my own clothes. And I was like, oh, my God. It literally turned me on. I was like, yes, please. May I have another? (laughs) Yeah, but like these, these, these ladies in these books are like, we did oral sex and then he spanked me and I'm so kinky now. Uh. Like these, <laughs> right? Like No, not until you get triple penetrated, bitch. You done an Eiffel Tower yet? Did you go skiing? <laughs> I thought you were asking me personally and I was like, you know the answer to this question. <laughs> they didn't actually high five. That is the answer to <laughs> <laughs> then you got to do a freeze frame. They get a high five. <sighs> right, like it's end, right, like it's the end of an 80s movie. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Don't you forget about me. <laughs> <laughs> They're high-fiving and you're down on your knees and there's just like jizz all over your face, right? <laughs> Would you call my name? <laughs> Oh, my God. We got way off the rails. Poor Trayvon and Will. Poor Joseph. Poor Joseph. Poor my brother. <laughs> listening to me d- talk like this. <laughs> oh. Any other? Th- what have you watched? Have you watched anything? I watched um, a series called Hope Street on BritBox. I've been into cheeky British detective shows lately. And okay. so that was cute. That was a, uh, took place in a small uh, fishing town just east of Belfast, like 30 minutes. Uh, the place does exist in real life. I did start on my map as a place to go to someday. I actually can't pronounce the name of it. Um, it is, starts with a D, has Dungahadi, D-O-N-A-G-H-A-D-E-E. Okay. 
Dungahati Harbor. Uh, and the show is called Port Divine. Uh, it's named after the founding family, the Divines. Uh, that was super cute. <laughs> we were wa I watched it all because I was watching it and I wasn't waiting for Scott. So he was just catching some episodes here and there with me. And he's like, this is like a soap opera because they had all the arcs through every yeah. like episode on, on personal growth and development with all the main characters. So it wasn't just about the cases they were working and because they're a farming and fishing community, all the cases ended up being like people stealing, people mm -hmm. burning, people doing things out of need. Yeah. Like I robbed the ATM machine because I'm losing my farm. Right. And my husband's depressed because our oldest son died over a year ago and I'm trying to hold everything together and I can't. So now I'm desperate and I robbed the ATM. So stuff like that. Yeah. You know, there, there's always like good reasons for people committing the crimes in this small little town. Mm -hmm. So that, that's like, you know, that's heartbreaking because it that, is. that is why most people commit crimes yeah. out of need. Yeah, for sure. I need to feed my family. Mm -hmm. I need to save my farm. If you see someone stealing baby formula, let them. No, you didn't. If you see someone stealing diapers, mm. no, you didn't. Nope. I didn't see nothing. I saw nothing. Mm -hmm. So uh, that so that was a cute that was a cute show. The mom really fucking annoyed me. Oh, it almost like she disappeared for most of one season, and I did not miss her whatsoever. <laughs> so she just a typical matriarch, Catholic, you know, religiously righteous mom. And everyone in the town has to live up to her standards. Yeah. And if you don't, she calls you out right away. Mm -hmm. She's so toxic. So, like, bad for morale. Yeah. Um, but everyone loves her. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Love you, Ma. Mm -hmm. Like, stop encouraging her. I, so when I'm, when I'm grading papers, I need to have something on. Right? Because grading papers is fucking boring. Um, and I don't particularly care that much about the Echo Show, but I want to support it. Oh, yep. So I was like, you know what? That'll be the perfect thing to grade papers to. Mm -hmm. Shannon, why was it not the perfect thing to grade papers to? Because she's deaf and you have to read the subtitles. Yeah. 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 Can't just listen to it. Loki might have been a better choice. <laughs> yeah, everybody's speaking sign language and you have to read it. Oops. It was not a good... Yeah. I still need to watch both of those. Yeah. It's like I, I've seen enough to know how Loki ends. So I'm like... I watched half of it. I need I to I... watch it. I also don't well, want it to end. I know. So do I want to watch it? Yes, of course you do. You want, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if I should you want get... to go on that ride. Should I get that that tattoo of Loki on me? <laughs> of him holding the threads. Yeah. Serving his glorious purpose. Glorious purpose. Right? Big back piece. Totally. Loki holding my threads together. Genius. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Detroit almost went to the motherfucking Super Bowl. 
We yep. got to talk about this. We, we haven't talked about it. We do. Have to. So good. Such a good run. Such a good season. Detroiters actually had motherfucking hope. I bought swag. I bought clothes to wear for that final game. And in true Detroit fashion, we fucked it up in the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always Unfortunately. Do. Always do. Um, I bet we go next year. Like my friend, the seasons just keep Ken getting better that. and better. Who is a Ravens fan, so mm-hmm. I just kept on harassing him, you know, mm-hmm. as we got closer and closer to the superb owl. Mm-hmm. Um, the superb owl. In my, that is my favorite thing. Episode. From, it's just the beginning part of what we do in the shadows, where they're like, we are going to the superb owl party. <laughs> the superb owl is the greatest owl to ever exist. <laughs> I wonder if we get to touch his little beak. And then we see Colin Robinson, and he goes... Yeah, I know it's a Super Bowl party. I tried to explain it to them. I didn't try that hard. <laughs> so, like, I love that so much. Yep. They're so excited to get to see the superb owl, mm-hmm. who is the greatest owl to ever exist. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I think uh, Detroit, the last three years, have just gotten better and better and grown together. They have a pretty young team. They have really good players. They got good leaders. So I have very high hopes for them for next year. I do too. Yeah. Um, I This was very funny. So I'm in the hockey talkie group. We're still NFC fucking champions. Yeah. That, yeah fuck yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. That's, that's fucking right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in the ho- hockey talkie chat group that I'm in. And my friend Brian uh, posted this thing making fun of another friend of hers who's also from Michigan. And it was like, San Francisco, that ain't no bridge. This is a bridge, right? Being like mm-hmm. the Golden Gate Bridge is not a bridge. This is a bridge. And it was the Big Mac. Mm-hmm. And I was like. The Mackinac Bridge. Right. Yes. The Mackinac Bridge. The Mackinac Bridge. Mackinac. Mackinac Bridge. Um, and so Brian was making fun of her for multiple reasons. One, that's a fucking stupid. That's stupid. None of that makes sense. We're playing football against each other. So we've got to pit our bridges. <laughs> Against one another. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, what? And then. You know what we're missing? An island that has an old prison on it. That's right. New York has one. That's right. Um, <laughs> and then she was like, this friend of mine doesn't even normally like sports. She's just like all hopped up on like, ooh, we're winning for once. Mm-hmm. And then kept she kept calling it the Mighty Mac. And so I was like, I've got thoughts on that. First of all, nobody calls it the Mighty Mac. We all call it the Big Mac because we're fat Miss Westerners <laughs> who like greasy foods. <laughs> no one calls it the Mighty Mac. I don't even know what she's talking about. And then when we lost, I hopped into the group chat and I said, well, that bridge played terribly in that game. <laughs> I can't believe all of the turnovers that that bridge did. That so, fucking bridge. Fucking bridge. Fucking bridge. But like, it was. It was a completely ludicrous thing to be like, that's not a bridge. This is the bridge. <laughs> Uh, okay. I think the Mackinac Bridge, no, the San Francisco Bridge is, the Golden Gate Bridge is longer, isn't it? I don't know. It's a suspension bridge. They're both suspension bridges. Okay. I think, I think Golden Gate is the longest suspension bridge. I've seen some docu-series on them while they're, you know, building them and creating them and how unstable they actually used to be. They would sway and swing and twist yeah. and murder people so 
Um, yeah, so Detroit, Detroit's in a good spot. Michigan Wolverines won national championship. Detroit got basically third place in the entire country for national football. So, well, it's been good. Um, I can't compare them. Why? Because <laughs> Mackinac Bridge is measured in feet uh-huh. and... The Golden Gate Bridge is measured in miles. <laughs> <laughs> how many how many feet is the Mackinac Bridge? Um oh wait. Mackinac Bridge is longer. Why did they okay, the total length of the Mackinac Bridge is twenty six thousand three hundred and seventy two feet. Okay. Oh, but the length of the suspension bridge is 8,614 feet. So the total oh, length okay. of the bridge is, is longer than the suspended the sp- part. Sus- right. So they, and we know that. We know that that's what it yeah, looks yeah. like. There's that part. And then we've got the suspension the part suspended. in the middle. Yeah. And then, all right. So the. Is the Golden Gate fully suspended? Now, well, now we are. Now we got to look it up. Yeah. Vamp Marshall. Vamp. So, yeah. So. Both, right. They're, they're about both the same size. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the suspension part, yes. The suspension yeah. part is the same. The suspension part is the same length. Okay. But the Mackinac Bridge is much longer mm-hmm. because it's very long. It's just not all of its suspension bridge. Mm. But anyway, none of that fucking matters. <laughs> the bridges don't matter. <laughs> the bridges had absolutely nothing to do with football. Trayvon, how are those bridges in L.A.? <laughs> Slip into our DMs. Tell me. How about those? How about those bridges in Cleveland, there, Joseph? You can't tell me that the Golden Gate Bridge isn't gorgeous. It's like, gorgeous. It's a gorgeous fucking it's a gorgeous bridge. bridge. You know, I wish ours was big and red. Right, Maybe we could call it Big Red then, instead of the Big Mac. <laughs> oh my gosh, MackinawBridge.org does call it the Mighty Mac. I've never heard anyone call it that. I've never called it a nickname. I've always called it just the Mackinaw Bridge. I also didn't grow up in Michigan, so that might be why. I've never heard anyone call it the Mighty Mac until this girl. The Mighty Mac. Until this she girl. She Googled it. That's how she knew. <laughs> yeah, I'll call it the Mackinac Bridge if I think the person doesn't know what we're talking about. Uh-huh. Or I'll be like, are we going to cross the Big Mac into St. Ignace or are we going to stay? So that there's context for that because I'm like, a Big Mac? What do you want a Big Mac for? <laughs> Whew, I'm so glad I know there's not a Big Mac big enough to drive across. That's right. Those sesame I have, seeds I have stuck so in your many tires. questions. <laughs> so Shannon, many questions. Shannon is saying, I have so many questions. <sighs> uh, we are going to have a mild February here. I'm yeah. kind of enjoying it. January was rough. I don't, you know, I, I literally always feel bad about celebrating global warming. Mm-hmm. I never, I never actually feel good about it. I'm never am I saying I am loving this unseasonably warm weather and and not secretly feeling. I am sure it was unseasonably warm about 10 years ago. So miserable. I look at my Facebook memories, you know, and I can it, it shows it shows a cycle. You know, I have like almost 20 years of Facebook memories complaining about the motherfucking winter, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I I think. You know, about 10, 15 years ago, we had a pretty mild winter. 
and then really fucking cold winters and then mild winters and really fucking cold winters. So it is an El Nino year. So the Midwest was slated to have a mild winter because of that. And the South was actually slated to have a, a rough winter. Yeah. So it, it is an El Nino winter. So if it's La Nina next year, we're going to have a fucking shitty winter. Yeah. It's going to be the opposite. So. <sighs> a little bit of everything. All right. Do we have some? Am I? Uh, we talked about white guys we hate. We did. Have you joined like a gross sex Reddit yet for us for our new bit? No. No. You joined romance Reddit. I did. It's okay. That's fine. Maybe I should join a Reddit officially. Join romance Reddit. (laughs) And I've been having a good time on there. These are my people. These are Um, my my people. Do you have, we talked about content. We did. Books and TV. Yeah. We didn't really talk about what was going on in our lives. I think there's a bunch of of new TV coming out this spring. Oh my God. There's so much shit coming out. So Uh, ghosts, Ghosts our first episode of ghosts is coming back. I, I talked to Abbott elementary is coming back. Yep. The uh, America Ferrera and her I Talk to Dead People shows coming back. Yes, Dead to Me. De- not dead, dead, to yet. Me. <laughs> not <laughs> not dead, dead yet. Not Dead yet. Dead to Me, Not Dead Yet. Ah, no, the ghosty one. The other ghosty one. Yeah, that one. I loved that final episode with her autistic roommate mm-hmm. being like, you deserve better. You're mm-hmm. better. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. I did watch season two of Dating on the Spectrum. Mm-hmm. I was tweeting, I was tweeting you, I was texting you during that. Yes. My sister's been watching it too, so we got to lament on a few relationships the other day. So, okay, I think we're ready for some Am I the Assholes? All right, Am I the Asshole for canceling our anniversary trip because my husband drowned my terrarium? The husband drowned the terrarium, so he killed her plants. Yeah. Proceed. I, 29F, traveled across the country to visit a company regarding an incredible job offer. I spent two days touring the company to decide if it would be the right fit for me after years of self-employment. After meeting with the company, I visited my sister, 32F, and her family a few towns over. We barely get to see each other because of work and distance, so it was wonderful to spend some time with her, the family, and her new baby. I was gone for a total of eight days. When I returned home, I was excited to spend time with my husband, 33M, and tell him about the trip, my visit with my sister, my impression of the city, etc. We were meant to be celebrating our anniversary and decided to put off the discussion about whether or not I should accept the job offer until after our anniversary getaway. I'd arranged for us to go to a luxury train ride because he's a big train enthusiast and we were meant to leave for the trip three days after I got home. This is when the problem started. I have a very large closed bioactive terrarium that I made with my mother 15 years ago. It's one of my favorite things I have of her from before she passed. Mm. This terrarium is my pride and joy and has come with me everywhere since we planted it. It was always super healthy and beautiful. I've only ever had to open it four times to do a little maintenance and watering in 15 years. My husband knows all of this which is why I don't understand why he decided to tamper with it in my absence. I didn't notice the night I got home because I was exhausted, but the next morning I went to check on the terrarium to find it in a terrible state. The roots were rotting, the plants were dying and molding. He told me the day after I left he he poured a few cups of water into the vessel and sealed it again. 
I was so mad I cried. And it turned into a huge argument because it's just a plant and all you do is look at it anyway. He called me ungrateful and overdramatic and that I should appreciate that his intention was to help me and that he didn't ask because he didn't want to bother me on my trip. I ended up canceling our anniversary plans, partly because I was so upset that I didn't want to go and partly because I wanted to try and salvage the plants and that would require time. He hit the roof when I told him and is now sleeping in a separate room and refusing to speak to me because according to him, I'm being petty and trying to destroy our marriage. I'll show you how fucking petty I am. I'm divorcing your ass, taking that job and leaving you. Are you kidding me? And it's not the plants. It's his response to her gaslighting her and pushing it off on something he fucked up. Like that should have been the first fucking thing out of his mouth. Honey, I fucked up. I'm so sorry. And like also, how can I help you help the plants? Also, she, he didn't talk. Okay. First of all, he also did it the first day. He did it the first day. He said the day she left, he dumped cups, cups of water in there. Was that, were those the instructions? To dump cups of water into my fucking terrarium? That is a bio-living organism? And then, like, so... Basically waterboarded my plants that my dead mom and I set up. Correct. Mm, I need to turn myself down because I am hot. Yeah. Not the asshole. And I doubt your husband was trying to help. Firstly, if you have only opened it a few times, then he knows it doesn't get watered that often. Secondly, he knows how much it means to you, so you should so so should know she probably that you would have taken auto care of it system in before there. you went or would have had detailed instructions. Also, how big is it? Would a few cups of water have been way too much even if he was just being helpful? And she said, "I've literally never had I've literally never had to open it or water it in the time he and I have been together." And when I did water it in the past, it was ne- it has never required more than a few tablespoons of water. Fuck off. She totally took care of it before she left. She didn't even ask him to do it, and he she murdered didn't. it on purpose. Yeah, he did this on purpose to kill something OP loved. OP, I'm not sure if he's enjoying being abusive or is trying to drive you to leave him so that you'll be the bad guy, but he does not love you and has no intention of treating you well. My personal speculation is that he is insecure with the career decisions OP is facing and acted out in a childish way, but obviously that's not, there's not enough info. Like, all these people are speculating on what is actually wrong with him. Uh-huh. Right? Is your taking this job going to necessitate a move that he's unhappy about? Or, like, we're all, everybody's trying to diagnose him. Or change the balance of who is the primary breadwinner? This seems like a tantrum followed by gaslighting. Not the asshole, he definitely sabotaged the terrarium. It makes zero sense that he would water an ordinary house plant, let alone a terrarium, on the day that you left for the trip. He was not trying to help. Our house plants are my wife's to deal with, and I wouldn't water them unless she asked me to. I'm assuming you never asked him to touch your terrarium since you've known him. His defense that it's only a plant gives it away. My guess is that he never liked this terrarium and has just been waiting for the chance to get rid of it. Imagine if he had an old recliner from college that he hauled from place to place and you wanted it gone. If that's not the reason, then he may be wanting to start a fight for deeper reasons in your marriage. All that said, it was wrong of you to cancel the trip without discussing with him. Obviously, he went if he went on your anniversary trip without you, it would be the last anniversary, but it should be up to him to agree. Wrong, but not the level of asshole. 
And then this person says, no, it was not wrong to cancel the trip. She planned the trip as a gift to him. He destroyed something of hers. Of course, he no longer deserves said gift. So, yeah, I was really mad about that. It's been living rent-free in my mm. head. Got another one? Um, yeah. Am I the asshole for refusing to share a bed with a male friend for a, for a week? Share a bed with a male friend for a week. Yeah. Okay. Proceed. So I am going on vacation with five of my friends. We want to rent a whole house together. Four of them are in a relationship, so they will have two rooms as a couple. There is me and one male friend left. Of course, it would be way cheaper if we slept in a room together and would not have to rent an additional bedroom for the house. I've shared a bed with him before during a short vacation, and he's a good friend. But this time I said I would really like to have my own room. I'm going to spend $1,600 on a two-week-long vacation. I'm honestly sick to always have to share a bed with someone I'm not in a relationship with or sleep on the couch during vacation just because I don't have a partner. You can see why. Maggie, does this one hit a little bit home? I was like, girl, yes. Yeah, it hits very close to home for I me. Mean, you don't have to share your bed in Salem, but that means. <laughs> right. I know he doesn't have any intentions to make a move on me. I just want to have some space for myself to relax and not have to worry about another person sleeping in my room, changing clothes, different sleep schedules. I even offered to pay the extra for having a room to myself. The problem is he can't afford to be paying the extra. Am I the asshole for still insisting to have my own bedroom on this trip? Does that make it sh make him sleep on the couch? Are they renting a whole house or yeah. just a bunch of bedrooms in a house? They're renting a whole house. So, right. Yeah. I was like, baby, no, not the asshole. You get to want your own yeah, space on vacation. Yeah, not if she wants to rent. I mean, if she wants to rent the whole room the, and pay for it. Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I think that's what they should do. If he can't afford the extra to have like his own bedroom, because that is the problem. He can pay less for sleeping on the couch. He can pay less for sleeping on the couch. Mm hmm yeah. And exactly. he can still use her room as a base, you know, keep his suitcase. I'm sure there's a basement. I don't know. Airbnbs are weird. Yeah. I have to make sure that I have enough, try to have enough beds for my trips that we're going on. I think poor Lisa's going to end up on a couch somewhere. And I tried really hard to make sure that that didn't happen. So, mm -hmm. um,. Yeah, sometimes it, unfortunately, sometimes it is what it is, especially when, like, you're the youngest in a family, you know, the, the teenagers, their kids get stuck, like, sleeping on the couches, right, because the parents want the beds. Mm -hmm. Unless Lisa wants to share a bed with Scott, be my guest. <laughs> right. I do have some internet things of the week. Or my mom can cuddle with Scott and Lisa can cuddle with Denise. <laughs> yes, internet things of the week. Oh, speaking of the Golden Gate Bridge. There, there it is. There she is. On my screensaver. All right. It was Groundhog's Day this week. Groundhog Day, which I forgot to watch on loop. We are severely underutilizing the concept of Groundhog's Day. We should be ripping more animals out of hiding and asking them unknowable questions about the future, at least weekly. <laughs> um, when romance characters smirk and smolder a little too long and their faces get stuck. And it is uh, Zoolander 
and Hansel. Hansel. Making their, you know, their looks, blue steel, their blue looks. steel looks. They're smoldering too hard. I told you one of my coworkers' email is Hansel, right? <laughs> no. That's amazing. He's like, yeah, I have some regrets. I was like, don't you dare. Don't you dare regret that majestic UM unique name. That's right. Because he was a, a scholar there. He was a student there. So he's had it for a while. Did I seriously not get to read this? Oh, my God. I can't believe how, how long it's been since I've been here. So we missed last week. Yeah. Okay. So it was many weeks ago, many even more weeks by the time you read this, by the time you listen to this. It was on the 19th, I think, of January, both the birthday of Edgar Allan Poe and Dolly Parton. And somebody posted. <laughs> I love it. Um, and somebody posted happy birthday to Edgar Allan Poe and Dolly Parton, right? Together as a tweet. Mm-hmm. All right. And mm-hmm. then it says, working nine to nine for a man whose eye is creepy. That's why I decide to assault him when he's sleepy. <laughs> but his heart still beats in the floorboards where I said it. It's enough to drive me crazy if I let it. <laughs> Love it. Right. So that is the telltale heart Uh in the theme of working nine to five. Uh And so then we've got the Edgar Allan Poe meme where he looks very closely at the people being like, what? What? Uh And said, no, no, that's a bop. I love it. (laughs) And then this one person responded with woman cried I somewhat tearsome. Who are you to stand so fearsome with your wavy locks of auburn hair and eyes of emerald green? Ah! Quoth the woman, I'm Jolene. (laughs) I love love that. So that for you guys, that is Jolene in the style of the Raven. So Mm -hmm. now you know the telltale heart in the style of nine to five and Jolene in the style of the Raven. It was so I'm here for it. I loved it all. Uh, Hot take, hot tip. Hmm. Uh, Dolly Parton did a rock and roll album, and y'all need to go listen to it. Oh, my God. My dad and I have listened to it. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Get the deluxe version, because she added, like, eight songs to it. This fucker is over 30 songs long. It's so long. It's amazing. I was like, are we still listening to the same album? I love it. I actually made a mini playlist, and it's, like, 15 songs (laughs) long. She did Jolene with Monoskin, and she let Domino sing sing it take the lead oh, yeah. and now i'm like oh it's like a bisexual anthem now because <laughs> he didn't change the words yeah so he's like jolene jolene please don't take my man and dolly's in the background singing her jolene back up like i'm taking your man to menun domino yeah yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh it's a new bisexual anthem i love it I've got one last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says, if you are designing a fictional island, now is a great time of year to take some photos in a grocery store parking lot. <laughs> and so we've got just this like weird blob of slush. Uh-huh. And then someone turned that weird bo- blob of slush into a picture of, of, a, an island. of a mystical island. I love it. That's so, so those funny. are our internet things of the I week. I have a weird blob of slush in my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a little mountain. <laughs> love that. Maybe it can be like a Greek mystic isle, a little mountainous, a little beachy. Mm-mm-mm. All right, my friend. All right. I don't know how to do our outro anymore. I think okay, we're, I can do this. I think I can we're do caught this. up. I know, I know words. All right, everybody, to listen to this podcast, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, 
and Pocket Casts. If there's something else that you listen to podcasts on, please let us know and we will add it there. We, you can also interact with us on our Instagrams. We have a show Instagram at that more thing, and you can interact with me personally. I am Maggie at actual Maggie May, and I'm Shannon at Shannon's Party. And this has been episode 366 of That More Thing with Shannon and Maggie. Bye. Bye. Jävla fitta. This has been a That More Thing production with original music by the Jesse Brown Experience. Find Jesse on Bandcamp at the J-E-S-S-I Brown Experience dot Bandcamp dot com. Listen to That More Thing on Podbean, Pocket Cast, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts.